0: Port shows that the Inquisitorial Band had begun a tram ride towards the spaceport with their new allies. Valentine discovered that Heinrich did have psyker powers. Lyric agreed to marry fellow Deathblower for weapons and also couldn't believe the view. How will they survive a last-minute pterodactyl ambush? Find out in this episode of The Valentine Heresy.
1: From a discarded vaguely stomped on, possibly calf-stained pamphlet from Galen's Garden. Now, if you look out either side of our trams as we cross over the valley, you might be lucky enough to see one of our rare yontos. These beautiful creatures have a wingspan of up to two and a half meters. Now, Don't be afraid, even though they do look intimidating with their fanged mouths and red scales. uh, They are very, very docile. (laughs) After all, our hunters are very good shots. And make sure to keep their numbers within a reasonable amount to be enjoyed from a distance, but not so much so that they believe themselves to be the dominant species on the planet. After all, if they did, the Xenos would be purged with fire. Also, if you look to the right of the tram... Um... So there's certain things that only make sense in hindsight, Um, and uh, one of the the, the challenges with printing anything is uh, you've really committed once it's printed. So when they printed that pamphlet, they had no idea that they were actually incorrect, that um, the antos was not to the left or the right, but directly down the center of the tram, um, which is where this... uh, Sort of pterodactyl-shaped creature, so think like from kind of the the main torso, big um, leathery wings, um, but uh, with a proportionally correct snake head. Um,
2: oh, okay. so it's
1: a it's like a big fucking snake head um, that is on um, a bit of a, a bit of a neck. Um, so like a couple feet of neck, just so that it can articulate. Um, mm. And uh, the tail seems to actually be um, a, a snake tail with a, a rattle at the end, um, fiery, fiery red um, scales all the way down, and um, almost like butterfly patterns on the uh, the wings in terms of like mm. um, what you'd see on kind of like a monarch, so those big kind of black Rorschach um, yep. blotch type, uh, type affairs. Um, all of which would be like very nice and zoologically interesting if it wasn't trying to eat your fucking face, which is exactly what what it is about right now. Um, so, Lyric, this thing smashes through the window. You have just enough time to say no, 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 not in, like a scared or terrified way, but in like a vaguely inconvenienced, uh, you know, it's like rain on my wedding day kind of way. A <laughs> uh, free ride when you've already paid. Um, can you roll me um, a? Hmm, what should this be? Uh I think I I will I'll give you some options. Uh it can either be a streetwise check, a survival. Ch- yeah, streetwise or survival, I think. Or athletics. I take one of the three. Um basically streetwise. I want you to Sorry. in that um Well, and that's hence why I need you to to add the color to this so we know which check is appropriate. Yeah. I would give you streetwise if um, enough things have come crashing through windows in the hive that you're actually somewhat danger ready, not for like a fucking pterodactyl monster, but for just a thing to smash through the window. It's more... Right. I think it's... more, And it might not apply here, but it's more to the idea of like how ready are you are you the kind of person who walks into a room and immediately checks out how many doors there are? Or are you the kind of person who's like, I'll make a fucking door? So,
2: I have acted as a lone bounty hunter for, mm-hmm. like, the majority of my life, so I would be ready. Okay. This so, is, like, yeah, this is also, like, the Hive is, like, a fucking sketchy place. And it's, like, really, like, beaten down. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Like, I'm really, windows ready.
1: windows are just, like, danger squares. <laughs> Just yeah. things bad things come through. I don't um, I
2: don't know why people need them.
1: Yeah, truly. Okay, great. So um in that case I would say uh streetwise or athletics.
2: Okay. Uh yeah, I'm gonna do a streetwise for this. Okay, great. Okay. Uh difficulty
1: Um Four. Ooh. This was unexpected. You were distracted by the wedding. Um, and was your special day. It was your special day. Who would have thought? It
3: figures. Um, A Lyric may only get one, but a Deathblower has many.
1: (laughs) Despite what his partners desire. Um, So he just has big love. Um, Okay, so go ahead and roll that. Uh, I'm going to give you one setback for also the um, Hail of Glass uh, that comes with this thing as it slams through. Oh, Um, come
2: now
3: it (laughs) is it's
1: it's on the way (laughs) um and in terms of boosts
2: um oh sorry i already rolled that
1: oh all right that's fine
2: i'm okay because i'm okay with this roll
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's fine i I mean i I wrapped the boost for you but it's i could take it back it's fine there's a receipt (laughs) (sighs)
2: <sighs> Sorry, I got I got to uh, uh, click happy. Uh, yeah, it's one good. success, one triumph.
1: Oh, man. Um, <laughs>
2: so, like, don't I, don't make me re-roll. <laughs> I, <gonna> say, like,
1: <laughs> I would say this isn't your first rodeo, but this is definitely your first rodeo of this sort. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think after how badly you got fucked up down on the, the jungle floor, I, I feel like in a lot of ways, you won't actually properly rest until you're off this fucking planet. Um, yeah. and as a result, like when this happened, it was, um, it was, uh, a very like John McClane, like eye roll, like it's, it's the nose you are giving, which is just like a fucking, of course, like this, yep. how could it be anything but this? Um, so you throw yourself down, um, as the jaws, uh, snap over, um, kind of where your center mass would have been, um, as, uh, this thing kind of like in that way that birds who crash their windows awkwardly do, it's like kind of. Like, there's enough space for it to move a little bit, but this is definitely not what a majestic flying creature should do. Um, So uh, the good news is you didn't take any damage from that, so that's great. Um, With the Triumph, I'll say you are able to draw your weapon for free. Okay. Uh, My question to you is, what do you draw? Uh, I will say you do have one of the dart guns in your hand, but you currently do not have any darts.
2: Yeah. um, uh, This is is like... um like immediate just like instinct to grab my auto pistol. Okay, great. Right there. Um,
1: yeah. So with your triumph, will just say you've got your auto pistol out and cool, sort of aimed at its underbelly. Um, Inquisitor, you threw yourself down, um, based on Phalox's uh, sage advice. Um, you see him step forward, um, and just kind of like with like two dart guns in his mouth, just kind of like grab the jaws and start like kind of snake wrestling. Um, uh, Alto, what do you do? You were, you
4: were, did you see this thing coming, do you think, as you were looking out at the clouds? Well, I was singing a song for them. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah. So uh-huh. depending on where I was positioned, it sounds like it either came in behind me, in which case it would have knocked me over. It would be in front
1: because basically front, like, it's like, okay, imagine so, like you behind the two of them yeah. at the quote, quote, altar, um, the okay. Inquisitor, and then it came in from behind the Inquisitor, which is how Fallox um, saw it.
4: So yes, I would have seen it coming and was probably petrified because I've never seen a flying creature before, let alone something that big. Like, Alto hasn't seen birds. Forget pterodactyls. Like (laughs) So uh, probably just the singing just trailed off, and you just see him, like, eyes wide, just fumbling for his carbine, Um, and then it's too late.
1: uh, Okay, so... um, so we'll say then that your uh, your main action is fumbling for the carbine. Um, by the end of this action, you'll have it, but it is definitely yeah. like, a, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. Um, cool. Uh, Inquisitor, um, you threw yourself down. This thing sw- swept in over you and is currently worrying at uh, Phalox
3: deathblower. So step one, as always, he can't die, so he puts on his refractor field, which is just like slap the button on his, his necklace, just his boop, that pops up around him. Uh, and then, knowing he is essentially underneath this thing, and there's not a lot of room, chain sword out, chain sword in. Hopefully, just from below, because he's got the ability to theoretically do that.
1: Uh, cool. So this is going to be a two purple check. Uh, I will give you a boost for it being ridiculously confined. Um, I will also, however, give you a setback for trying to wield a sword. At that, like, that's a terrible angle. Um, yep. It's hard to get weight behind it. Um,
3: yeah. All right. And I will use a story point to enhance my blow to its evil Warhammer 40K cloaca. So we are now. Oh, the
4: cloaca? <laughs> Why? <laughs>
3: Ah, That's what's there.
1: We are uh, currently sitting at uh, one in three in my favor for story points. FYI.
3: Two successes and three advantage.
1: Damn, you guys are fucking on fire these sessions. Like, you should just be like, I rolled to end the conspiracy?
3: And it's like, oh, well...
4: (laughs) As long as we Cassius all stay five
3: in our respective wheelhouses, we'll be fine, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tom, uh, the crit is two, and I've got two successes. So does that make this a critical hit? How does that work? Uh, do you have...
1: Uh, I have three advantage. Yes, you can spend two advantage to activate a crit.
3: Hell yeah, yes. let's do that. Which is metal as hell. no, uh, no. Mm-hmm. So um, this weapon does seven damage. Um, with one pierce to remove one from the soak, uh, and when it comes to damage, because it is a chain sword weapon, which is super nasty, it's vicious three, which means if you are rolling on a chart to determine the crit damage, add thirty. Okay. Because cool. these weapons are manglers. You're literally hitting someone with a chainsaw that's in the shape of a sword.
1: Some kind of chain
3: sword, if you. A pay. oh shit! Okay, yeah, chain pier. <laughs>
1: <laughs> tar,
3: a, ch- a, ch- a chainatar. <laughs> chaintana. There's a lot of different swords you can do this with, and they're all fun.
1: Chaintana might be my favorite.
2: <laughs>
3: Which uh, <laughs> uh, is the It's just a chaintana Technically, I think that's a term we coined
4: uh in D D in 2099. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh really? Oh, because the uh Shit. the new models, they had chain swords. Yeah. Patent pending. Oh,
3: yes. Yep, that's our trademark. You can't have it, Games Workshop.
4: <laughs> also, thank but you for keep letting, letting us, us this make system. this show and you yeah. can have it.
3: Yeah. i <laughs> <laughs> will try it for permission so to make the show.
4: Me. You can have it. You can, uh,
1: all right, I'm just looking up. Do You, you don't have the, uh, the critical hit chart there, I assume, right?
3: No, they didn't give me that.
1: Uh, I am... Sorry. I, have, I am rapidly <laughs> scrolling through a document trying to find it. I'm finding everything that does critical hits. But not for critical hits themselves.
3: Less perfect.
1: It's funny. We did I, uh, one before
3: and Laura damaged a leg.
1: Yeah, I, I remember. I, I know. I'm I just, just think I remember looking, looking at this chart to, earlier today <laughs> and being like, I don't need this.
2: I don't know. Like, Ryan, I got a plus one agility leg out of it.
3: Yeah, I don't think we're going to put a robot leg on the pterodactyl yet. I mean, <laughs> wait for valentine's next vision and who fucking knows yeah season I mean, five really goes the off the road here i wonder if this pterodactyl has a brother it's i Ionto, is it tom yes
2: Yon- yeah. Ionto. i
3: bet this i, I bet this Ianto has uh has a brother who has a like a robotic leg that they could take from them and give to him
1: okay well ryan you can go ahead and roll your damage regardless yep
3: damage is seven
1: Seven, okay. Plus and you one pierce. And you had
3: one success? Two, two successes. So nine if we add two yep. to the total? Yep, yep. okay, cool. Um, Vehicle critical hits. Nine damage, ignoring one soak.
1: Boo this. Um, okay, well, Shame regardless, uh, I can tell you that it's, it's close enough to murder that I think we can just safely say that the critical hit um, puts it up and over. But you can describe the cool vicious thing it does. So what cool vicious thing does it do?
3: I think uh, with the refractor field on, he just stabs up and in, and then it just, like, catches on some bones and pulls the Inquisitor up, and the refractor field, like, pulls a bubble around him, and he actually just rises up so that he's, like, standing over it with gore dripping off of the thing around him. And he's like, all
5: right, does anyone see any of this?
3: Um, as you do that, you see Phalix?
1: death uh, Deathblower, just be like... and just, like, spit a dart down its throat, and he's like, I
5: killed it. All right, everyone, check the windows, please.
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah, so you can see several of these things uh, in the clouds at distance. Um, They seem to be flying uh, majestically alongside, um, drifting in and out of the cloud cover. Um, Perhaps more concerningly, um, Billick is... um, just kind of saying, uh, hey, guys, yeah, cool, we should watch out for those. But also this, uh, and he points to um, the uh, the ceiling where you can see um, sort of sparks um, and twisted metal from where this thing crashed in. It seemed that it has
4: damaged the mechanism. Uh, you are currently not moving. Um, Alto will just get, he was knocked on his ass by this thing like rattling around the the gondola, Mm -hmm. Um, he'll just spring up to his feet and just say, I I got it, Uh, just cover me, please. Uh, And he'll start to uh, uh, um, go to work on that panel. Okay, so Billick will like hoist you up onto his
1: shoulders um, and you can go to work on the ceiling.
2: Is Billick acting quickly?
1: Billick is acting normally, why?
2: No, I just, I'm just, I'm still using this moment to assess whether he's worthy of coming with us. (laughs)
1: Oh yeah, um I think what you can you can tell that totally makes sense. Um what you can tell is he um clearly saw he couldn't reach it and given yeah. that Alto was like pulling out what he can immediately identify as better gear, he was just like, "Oh fuck, yeah, like by all means." Okay, good. Um so he he did the most efficient thing he could think to do, which was immediately just like not try and help and just be like <laughs> you know, pulling a um a Mad Max where it's like uh, you could just use my shoulder as a fucking
3: tripod because that's okay. the most help I can be to you right now. <laughs> um, I think Valentine will just bark out orders to everybody else and just be like, Vergara, if you could watch the front. Lyric, great observations. Over there, just points to the other side of the window. He's like, Phallox out of the back and all will watch this one. Everyone yell if one of them comes at us. Uh, and then he'll just draw his bolt pistol and be ready.
5: fellow servants of the Emperor. It is I, Inquisitor Lucius Valentine, and I am here to call you to step forward and serve the Emperor as part of his immortal and blessed host. It's a great day for you to join a Patreon. That's right, patreon.com slash dumdumdice is the perfect place for you to fund our little forays into saving, let's just say, the golden throne and all of humanity. Now, I know the thing that you're wondering is, what's in it for me? Because, and I mean this as pleasantly as possible, you're absolute heretical scum. What I'm hoping for all of you is that you can redeem yourselves by receiving ad-free feeds where you are no longer plagued by random temptation, but instead can focus your attention purely on the Emperor. You can gain this ad-free feed for only $5 a month and receive other feeds as well to other alternate realities if you go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice.
0: It's for the Emperor! And we'll save your souls.
1: You realize, looking around, that you don't see Heinrich anywhere.
5: Ah, balls. Does anyone see the seer? Heinrich?
4: If I saw this thing coming initially, did I see what happened to Heinrich? Um, I think when everyone was kind of tossed
1: around during the rumble of it crashing in, uh, you didn't. Um, Okay. But um, uh, Lyric, you're getting just occasional flashes of um, like just wind hitting your face and clouds.
2: I I, I look over the edge.
1: Um, Hanging from a loose piece of cable, uh, you see um, Heinrich the Seer... Um, just like screaming wordlessly, uh, as he he hangs on for dear life.
2: Okay. Um, I want to take my shock whip, but not turned on, mm-hmm. and like extend it towards him.
1: Um, and uh, he he looks up. And he says, "You, we Heinrich met you in 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 the 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 other space. Yes. What? The space in our minds. We met there. Yes. Yeah." You have bloody hands. Will you I, top me?
2: I, 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 the Valentine, I, I, I need a hand. I think. I guess.
3: Yes. Consult the Jesus. Emperor. Damn it, Hi, Heinrich! God. Hi, what's going? On? Oh, Heinrich, take, take the whip. We'll help you up. Uh, and Valentine will just brace himself to kind of assist with the, uh, the hefting.
1: So, just to be clear from my own brain, Ryan, you are bracing. <sighs> yes.
3: <laughs> okay. Great. Racing um,
1: to pull him up. Yes. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, okay. So he, I have uh, no
3: ability related to it, but I
1: am. so he um, he kind of like nods and is like, "Oh, this is fine then," um, and begins to climb. Um, Alto, um, go ahead, please enroll me a tech use. Um, I'm going to say this is a difficulty three. The technology itself isn't very complex. Uh, it's just damaged. Uh, I am, however, going to give you um, two setback dice for uh, just the, the the shaking and everything else.
4: You look like you've got something exciting to say, though. Yeah. How many purple is that again? Three. Three. Thank you. I missed that. Uh, would you <laughs> Would you classify this uh, gondola as a vehicle? Uh, actually, yes. Great. I have an ability called resourceful mechanic, um, so I get uh, an additional system strain or hull trauma. Um so I just automatically get I, I when I succeed, I get one automatic like additional success to that, I guess. Nice to think. Amazing. Or, Great. or for in terms of like tracking like physical health or system health, it goes up by one additional. Cool.
1: Um I will say I'm gonna spend a story point um to turn one of those purples into a red. Okay. Um as you start to futz around with the guts of it, um the um other Yantos start swooping at the um the tram. Uh, None of them have hit it yet, but it does mean that it's like rocking back and forth uh, rather dramatically, which does make uh, fine motor skills slightly more difficult.
4: Yes, it would.
1: Uh, I will, however, give you one blue as well for um, uh, Billick kind of offering advice just as someone who knows this
4: system. Okay. Um, Great. I'm also plugging into it with my mind impulse unit, so that gives me an additional little bonus there as well. Um, okay, rolling. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, two successes and four advantages. Mmm. So um, I would like cool. to add those four advantages to the group's pool for use for shooting things, so you guys can cool. spend so my advantages.
1: As boost dice on your, yeah. your rolls. Nice. Very nice. Um, cool. Okay, so, um... You, yeah, you tap into the system. Uh, again, it's very basic, but you're able to uh, repair it enough that it'll at least move you forward. In a weird way, a lot of it's just clearing debris out of the, the gears. Uh, and once you do that, it grinds up. Again, please always, as, as with all technology in this game, if you're imagining a cool gondola you've ridden on, just like fucking make that out of cast iron for some reason, and just like skulls for days, and kind of rusty, and like probably someone died to make it because grim dark.
2: Sure. It's also like really dark outside. I'm imagining. Um, I'm just assuming it's always nighttime.
3: I know <laughs> it's we are not. We're not but... playing <laughs> Blades in the Dark. Um, no, it's it's grim noon right now. Yeah, it's it's grim uh, noon. Okay,
2: yeah. okay. <laughs>
3: Uh, it's
1: grim noon says Matthew Mercer to everyone at home. Um, great. So, um, Heinrich reaches for the, uh, cable, uh, or sorry, the, um, the extended whip and starts (laughs) to try and climb. Um, lyric, can you roll me an athletics check, please? I'll give you one boost for (laughs) the inquisitor bracing. Okay. Sure. Why not? Um, I'm going to say this is a three purple, um, one setback just for like weather conditions and the the danger of the the flying birds. Keeping Um, in mind, sorry, that in this check, this isn't just you pulling him up. This is also him climbing. It's just... More entertaining if you roll okay. dice than if I do. Yeah, um, and I think to I,
3: imagine the Inquisitor, it's it's arms around Lyric and then like a foot up on the wall just so he's using full body so Lyric don't tumble.
2: Cool. Um, and I really, really want this to succeed. Um, uh, so I would like to take two of the advantage, uh, those two boost dice. Sure. Of the four. Yeah, you,
1: can do that. Uh, you also have two story points available to you.
3: you can oh! One of those. You can also do both.
2: I'm gonna take two boost dice and a story point.
1: <laughs> hey, that's six cool with uh, you
2: Okay, remind me. Remind me uh, how I'm using a story point.
1: It uh, will upgrade yellow. one of your greens to a yellow.
2: Excellent. So this is athletics.
1: Okay. This will be brawn and athletics.
2: Love it. Okay, this Good is word. will hopefully <laughs> be okay. Rolling one success, four advantages.
1: Damn, son.
2: I can just put two of those advantages right back at you, right? Right back <laughs> into the pool? Uh,
1: I will say I am going to <laughs> the um, no! pass on uh, likely to the next player just so that we don't have an infinite pool of like, well, we banked 83 advantage
4: over the last <laughs> session. So I, you know, punch. Isn't it, oh, isn't nice, it, huh, death, isn't it spent on um, like weapon. Uh, uh, oh, is it only weapon stuff? weapon special stuff don't you have to don't they cost advantage to activate uh, i thought you had they, to pull it from the pool to do that uh no it's if you roll it so for oh example, so it's only the roll
1: wow okay. oh, yeah so to activate a critical you need to have the advantage in your own your own dice your own result roll. that said you can use advantage to add boost to the next person but usually the way that would play out is if um you uh, did Valentine something to affect their are shooting at the same target then it might be like okay well i missed but i got two advantage so i'm gonna say that like I pin them, and that means that Valentine it. has a better time shooting. Cool. Um, there's okay. a there's actually a full chart of um, things you can spend at combat advantage on. I generally kind of prefer the way we've been been doing it, but um, I will send that around so that you just have have that kind of in your digital library there, so that you can consider because yeah, it's things like um, you can recover strain, you can add one boost to the next allied character's check. You can notice important details, uh, inflict crits if you've got that, activate an item quality, and so on and so forth, and then things kind of, like, scale up from there. Okay. Um, ah, Okay, Um, so you can spend one advantage or one triumph to add one dice to the next allied character's check. Alternatively, you could spend two advantage or a triumph to add a boost dice to any next uh, character's check, regardless of who the active character is. So rather than just, like, I dump them all in a pool, it's like, okay, I give uh, Lyric one moving forward.
3: uh, Uh,
2: Ah, okay.
3: So you could give, theoretically, me, if I'm the next character, a boost die. Or you could spend two advantage to give anyone on the tram a boost die. That is, yes.
2: Okay. So I should only have added one boost die.
3: It's fine we're, we're still figuring this out
2: all right um, next time
3: I, admittedly uh, <laughs> yeah, so i was just saying laura who are you helping and how with your advance? like what's happening that gives somebody help
2: um oh uh this is going to help um heinrich um uh climb up so this i i, I imagine this as like me being like extra focused on like how he is climbing and where his arms are so i'm not like yanking it out from under him at like a inopportune moment
1: cool um so uh in doing so um you managed to kind of like half pull half climb um, heinrich back up um it looks like you are um just over halfway there um and there are a lot of yontos coming uh what is your strategy for
4: defending the tram uh our group or just yes for the people shoot okay you
1: uh, have like, um you have a brief moment now that heinrich's back on board and that alto has repaired the um the mechanism um where it it literally is like you can see the creatures
5: circling but they aren't okay. swooping in just yet all right, friends, my suggestion would be, Alto, you're a decent shot at range, uh, Lyric. You also have skills. I do, as does Deathblower. I would suggest uh, we fire off at range, uh, Billick, keep the place running, everyone else do the shooting, and I'll be ready with my refractor field and chainsaw should any of them
4: gain entrance or approach a window. Uh, I, I, uh, I, I can make the tram go faster if we want to... Scratch that! Billick, make sure nothing breaks. Alto, make us go really, really <laughs> chugging fast.
1: Cool. Um, so, Alto, um, I'm imagining you can just do
4: that based on what you've already patched in. I have an ability called hand on the throttle. Since this is a vehicle, once per round, I can increase or decrease the speed by one to a minimum of zero or to a maximum of the vehicle's top speed. Damn. All right. Very good. Yeah. Uh, so well, um, you floor it, which in this
1: case means you move a lever slightly <laughs> further forward. Um yeah. you do it gradually or this thing will just fall apart. That is also true. Yeah. Um, okay, so um, for those of you shooting, um, please go ahead and roll me a ranged attack. And um, Ryan, I'll have you roll me a melee attack, please. Right. Melee. Uh, will be the difficulty, difficulty two? Um, uh, melee difficulty is always two, Got unless it. there's something dramatic happening that would that would change it. Um, for the shooters, I'm going to say, mm-hmm. um, given the length of weapon you're using. Um, Laura, are you using your rifle or your pistol? Uh, pistol. Okay. So, Laura, it's going to be um, four purple for you. Tyler, it will be three purple for
3: you. Yikes. There are story points. There is story point. There is a story point.
4: Okay. Sorry, I thought I was just doing the speed increase. What's uh, What am I rolling? Uh, sorry, a ranged light. Ranged light. Got it.
2: Ooh. I have to use that story point.
3: There we go. Bam, story point. Bam. Are you using
1: that to reroll or to up your odds? In the Sorry,
2: that's to um, up one of Good. my greens to be yellow. they
1: don't allow rerolls.
2: So. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I was just like looking at, like, ugh. Um, I got two advantages and one failure.
4: Okay, cool.
3: Net, one advantage. Oh, sorry. Go for it, Tyler. One advantage. Just
4: one advantage is the net.
3: Okay. Uh, three success and one advantage.
4: Okay.
1: Um, so as the uh, the party begins to fend off the swooping um, assault of the Ayantos, um, uh you're both um, uh, Alto and Lyric. You're both trying to fire, but admittedly, like Lyric, you've had to shoot from some pretty bad situations before but this is much different like it's if, if we're thinking about like just like that horrible and like as somebody who's scared of heights like this is my fucking hell but like a suspension structure swinging and trying to like line yeah. up shots with a pistol at things in the air like none of these are skills that either of you really have um and i'm so, also sitting on billy's shoulders just kind of like yeah <laughs> and, well, also driving like you're, yeah. you're very much doing a full like yeah. uh yeah it's it's a whole routine. Um, so more and more of them are getting in and Valentine, you' you're attacking these things um, like with, with, a, with all, all the gusto of uh, an agent of the Imperium uh, on a holy quest. Um, but while you're able to pretty much slay them as they come in in through the, the holes, um, unfortunately, uh, Lyric and Alto are unable uh, to hold them at bay. And uh, although you' you're killing them about as fast as they can break in, each time one punches in, Um, the vehicle gets a bit more damaged. And finally, as you tear one aside with your your chainsword, um, to see Doc Cleaver literally just like with syringes in her fist, just fucking punching the side of one of these things to death. um, You um, see her look up and just go, ah, fuck me, as two of them come in from either side and rend uh, the tram in two. And with that... You begin your long descent into the valleys, the cables snap, and the tram car begins to swing low, low, low into the deadly
0: jungle beneath you. This episode of The Valentine Heresy features Ryan Laplante, at TheRyanLaplante on Twitter, as Inquisitor Lucius Valentine. Tyler Hewitt, at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter as Alto. Laura Hamstra, at EL Hamstring on Twitter as Lyric. And our Game Master, Tom McGee, at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and The Valentine Heresy's artwork was created by Del Borovic, at DelBorovic.com, D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme song is The Hordes by Megan McDuffie, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Ave Imperator, a death to all the heretics. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank
5: you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half Blind Prophet, James Quayar, DM Rob,
3: Christopher Little, Olin Anderson, Sue One, Devin Boyce, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Anthony Griffin, and Jill and Noel If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon, too, at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you.
0: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Welcome to the Strata. There's two of them following me. I know that for sure.
3: Hand over the package, and we'll let you go.
0: You'll let me go. Oh, that's cute. Uh, The first bullet hits me in the chest. Sends me staggering back a step. All right, you assholes. Look out! Uh, uh. Let's go! Move it! Yeah, run. That's it.